Amy Baldwin, the cider maker for Clawfeld Fruit Winery, uh, 401 Cider Brewery, and the winemaker at Wapoose Estates. We are at Clawfeld Fruit Winery in Wapoose, Prince Edward County. Yeah, you're located sort of uh, just, I guess it's about a 10 minute drive from Picton in the county, right down along the waterfront. What do you have here on site? For sure. So we are, yeah, we're about 10 minutes from Picton. Uh, on our property, our estate um, is 100 acres, and we do share our estate with Wapoose Estates Winery. We have about 15 acres of apple orchard, uh, the oldest trees dating back to around 1975-ish. Um, we do farm a total of about 40 acres of apples uh, with some of our neighbors', neighbors uh, orchards. So we have a pretty large selection of apples. Um, we have about 15 different varieties, ranging from your more common Macintosh, delicious, to you know your spies and russets. So all of our ciders are a combination of apple varieties. We don't do single variety um, ciders at this time. So all of our apples are we have our hand harvesting, and then we use actually. Uh, a pulverizer to crush the apples and then we use our grape press to extract all of the cider um, which we can check out in a little bit as well. Can you tell me a little bit about how it got started here and how it all sort of came to be in this location? For sure, so uh, Wapoose Estates was here first. Uh, it's actually the oldest winery in Prince Edward County. Um, so the property prior to Vineyard was actually all apple orchards. Uh, the founders of Wapoose Estates took out a good chunk of the orchards to plant vineyards and to build the winery, which officially opened in 2001. So we're actually celebrating our 25th anniversary this year of planting our vineyard in 93. Um, and so it just kind of seemed like a nice accompaniment to wine. Um, so we built the, the cider retail shop and officially opened the doors in about 2014 2015 it was sort of the winter time and um, yeah it was just kind of a nice way to expand our portfolio I knew we had the the apples on hand um, and we thought hey let's see uh, what kind of ciders we can do and um, it just kind of continued on from there kind of snowballed in a sense so now we have um, our straight up apple ciders as well as fusions so we do a few ciders blended with uh, grape wine um, and some naturally steep ciders as well. So with um, organic rose hip, rose petals, or elderflower, uh, and we also do one with the local honey as well. And where do you get the other products? Is it all sort of local that you add in or is it available on the farm? Um, so all of the sort of like herbal infusions, um, I do purchase from um, uh, off-site. So some of them come as close as Ottawa um, and then others are sourced a little bit more global I guess um, but I do try to keep those um, those products organic um, we can't obviously classify our cider as organic but just for my own kind of you know personal preference I do like to keep things like as natural as possible um, which is why we went with more of the the herbal infusion route rather than a flavored side of things and you have sort of some free reign to be able to decide what's coming up and what's next and, and how does that uh, come about yeah so it's it's a positive and a negative I guess because I do have a lot of free reign so it's sort of reining in that creative mindset um, because again we do have unique varieties um, like I said so some of it is kind of seeing what's you know in trend at the moment 
or what's up and coming. So that's sort of how like the elderflower came about was, you know, just kind of seeing in, in all industry that it was becoming a more like well-known um, type of flower and, and herb additive, I guess, or, or flavoring. Um, so it kind of spun from there. Uh, a newer cider that we have is steeped with a butterfly pea flower, um, which in something like water will turn it blue. With the addition of citrus, it'll change color. Um, based on the, the chemical properties of the cider, it turned it a little bit more purple. Um, but that was a super cool one to do. Um, and you do see a little bit of a color change if you add some lemon to it. And uh, we'll also be coming out with an Earl Grey cider. Um, so again, it's great, but I, I do have to reel it in sometimes and kind of let that creative go in, in a different sense. Um, I'm also fortunate enough that I do a lot of the label design for um, the, the cider house and the winery as well. Um, so that, I guess, is a nice way to let a different outlet. So instead of having, you know, 30 different ciders, I can try and harness that into a different side of things. To, uh, it's nice to be able to have an opportunity to be creative, but it's uh, challenging not to go beyond that, right? So exactly. we're walking sort of mm -hmm. through the, uh, the front orchard, as you had said. Uh, what are we looking at here? What are these types of uh, the trees that we have in here? Um, so these ones are, are russet at the moment, and then we go up a little bit further and they have a couple of uh, Macintosh in this area. Um, this again is a little, you know, we do use the apples from this tiny piece of orchard, but it is a little bit more of like a show orchard. Um, and then it does kind of transition a little bit. We have a small stone fruit orchard as well, so with some peaches and plums, um, which don't really produce a lot. So again, a little bit more for show. Um, and to walk through and then again just past our, our tree brush here we get into like our full um, sort of orchard vineyard uh, as well as vegetable gardens and where do you do the uh, the processing of everything so the majority of the processing we do down um, at the winery with all of our equipment um, and then the juice we have a small actually we just passed it the little um, building there we do a lot of the primary fermentation um, in small batches because it is a small building <laughs> and then um, it is a pretty fast turnaround so we do kind of keep things moving pretty quickly on it and then again if need be we'll we'll bring an extra tank so it is all done on the estate here um, and then again we are fortunate enough that we do have um, some equipment that we can share with the winery um, as well as the lab equipment and everything um, in that sense and you got some uh, community members around as well um, <laughs> oh yeah uh, yeah, so we do have a petting zoo, um, and we are also an operating farm. So, again, our estate has, has a pretty big portfolio of things going on. Um, our restaurant we do have is farm to table. Um, so we do have some animals um, that we raise for protein and some animals that we raise for petting. <laughs> now, uh, how did you get into all of this yourself? Um, it's kind of, it was a very happy uh, accident almost. Um, so I'm originally from Barrie, um, so up north where the snow belt and um, I came across the winery and viticulture program through Niagara College and um, learned a lot of grapevines up there. So I thought, oh, you know, let's give it a shot. And I just fell in love with all of the, the process in making wine, the kind of harmony between nature and science. Um, so I, I I completed the wine and viticulture program as well as the post-grad uh, wine business management to kind of see the other side of things. 
Um, the opportunity for a winemaker came up um, in 2011, so I packed my bags and moved to the county. Um, I was 23 at the time, so I was pretty young to step into such a big um, position, but it was a really welcomed challenge. And um, from, from the winemaking side of things, we sort of slowly transitioned into the fruit wine and cider. Um, was starting with a few fruit wines, uh, a blueberry and a cranberry, um, prior to our cider house opening fully. And then again, it just kind of, it was like a, seemed like the right path, you know, everything kind of fell into place and, and cider again was just this um, really up and coming beverage. So all of a sudden the market just exploded with ciders, cider houses. Um, so we thought, you know, we had our license, you know, everything covered it and, um, Clawfield Fruit Winery again was kind of a, a rigorous process to, to open up, but we officially did. <laughs> and um, yeah, we've just been kind of rolling, uh, having new ciders and, and getting into the swing of things uh, since then. Probably a little different of uh, the retirement community of, of Ontario and, and coming in quite young, so probably mm-hmm. a bit of a, a challenge in that aspect as well, but it sounds as though you're kind of comfortable with the farm life and so on and that's something that's interesting us more and more as we as we walk and visit all the different places uh do you want to touch uh quickly on what all the offerings that you have here you mentioned a couple of the ciders are already but what else is available through the whole program here yeah so again through our 100 acre estate we we almost do a little bit of everything we've got something kind of cooking all year round um so we do have a renovated century farmhouse available for accommodation um, we host a lot of weddings and parties through either that venue or our waterfront, which is very popular for ceremonies. Uh, we do have our farm-to-table restaurant with a new patio, perfect for this finally summer weather we're getting. Um, of course, our winery, uh, 25th year anniversary, so we have a lot of fun kind of um, events scheduled throughout the year. Um, and of course our cider house. So uh, aside from a lot of uh, varieties of cider, we also try to focus on local produce when in season. So we do have a little market that pops up, um, some local made artisan products. Um, and we also do produce our own estate maple syrup. So we do have about 2000 maple trees again in the, in the back back um, where we are, where we, we tap our trees and produce our, our maple syrup. And I guess uh, very quickly, uh, what are the, the quantities that you're producing cider-wise? Yeah, so cider-wise, again, we've, we've kind of been expanding year after year, which is a great thing. Um, so last year, I believe we pressed, for, for Clawfeld, we pressed about, about 20,000 liters of cider. Um, and some of it we did sell to, again, our, our other sister company, the 401 Cider Brewery. So we did sell about another 20,000 20, liters of, of juice to them. Um, so it was, it's a pretty big, um, again, we're, we're gaining momentum on it. So right now um, we have sort of our flagship, our smashed cider, which is our straight up apple cider. Um, so that does kind of eat up a lot of our production and then we're able to kind of have smaller batches of our, our unique varieties um, and kind of release them seasonally as things go. Um, so again, a lot of our production is kind of held for, for that variety. What would you say has been the biggest challenge on the cider of late? Um, cider is almost kind of figuring out the style. Um, so personally, you know, I prefer a dry cider. Um, so a lot of my ciders are on the drier side of things. Um, even our, our sweeter ones are 
aren't crazy high. I think they're maybe around 25, 30 grams per liter sugar. Um, and that's like our sweetest variety. Um, so for me, it's, it's kind of honing in on, you know, just again, what the consumer is looking for for a cider. Um, there's so many different varieties in the sense that you can get, uh, you know, the, the very pale, you know, pale ciders, very au natural. And then of course you have more of the flavored cider side of things um, on like a larger scale production. So it's kind of finding that happy medium between, between those styles. It was almost like one extreme to another. Um, so I know in the beginning kind of playing around with styles and things, it was really just kind of coming down to what people are looking for, um, having something, you know, that can suit a lot of different tastes. And for me, um, ciders are, are like wines. They should be paired with food and enjoyed with food. So it's making a really like food friendly cider that again is, is approachable and, and, um, not too, uh, not too intense. Um, so yeah, it was, it was kind of, um, that. And again, like I mentioned, kind of keeping a, a, a hone in on that creative bug that can just just take you away so it was uh finding the varieties that we liked there was a few that didn't make the cut um because our, our branding would just kind of have expanded and kept going um so that that of course remains as always it will be a challenge to kind of keep that on uh on the down low what's your favorite one yourself or can you say you have a favorite uh yeah it is hard to pick a favorite honestly um there are some i mean i know that just take off. We had one, um, we just produced this last year um, called Hey Lady. And we actually ran the cider over uh, Baco Noir grape skins that had just been pressed. And for me, it was a really cool process um, because it, it really leached like a lot of color. So it has this really nice peachy tone to it. And it also um, got a lot of flavor from it. So it was. Um, a little bit more berry forward it's not you know aggressive but it's just like a nice little addition to it like little notes on it so that definitely was kind of fun um, but yeah it's it's always exciting harvest time you can't help but just get the, the bug you know when you see all the apples coming in and the different varieties so I try to you know get pictures of all, all the apples coming in and you just kind of get taken away in, in apple season right so Bloom is a little bit later this year. We had kind of a, a later spring here. But the, again, this past week with like this intense sun and heat, everything has just been taking off. So I don't think it'll be, uh, I don't think it'll hinder us in any way. Um, our back orchards, they're all in bloom right now. And we have a few, we have about five pollination trees back there as well. Um, so I was back there the other day and it was like literally just buzzing. So you could just kind of hear all of the, you know, the, the bees. So it was, it was nice to see that. And uh, if people want to get hold of the product or learn more about what you do, where can they go and what's the best way to contact? Yeah, for sure. Well, we always encourage people to come down and visit us um, and enjoy not just our Wapoose uh, winery, Clawville Fruit Winery, but the whole county. Um, it's really exploding. So it's nice to come and uh, explore the area. Um, but of course, if you can't make it to us, you can always visit us online um, and you can purchase online as well. Excellent, thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, my pleasure as well, thank you.